Well, well, well. Hello again, my friends. E.K. The Writing Elk here with yet another episode of the story, the backsliding story. Come gather around me, my children. Join in as we try to dish out some food for your thoughts and water for your mind. The backsliding story is one man's account of over three decades of experience in the black Christian church and what it was to have taught him. Some valuable insights into a condition specific to a people. The story is taken from the book called Backsliding, Chicken Soup from Heaven for What Ails the People by author and poet E. Lloyd Kelly. This and other books by this author is available on Amazon Kindle and on Kobo. For more information, go to inkyitalk.com, inkyitalk.com, and check it out. You hear? Backsliding is a detailed account of how one very church person, some even say overchurched, how this one very overchurched person was to get himself kicked out of the black Christian church. And for what? Bring your best here and come. Come for yet another episode of the story, a story called Backsliding, Chicken Soup from Heaven for What Ails the People. But first, here's a little something extra. I just want to say a big shout out to Erica Donaldson Ellison. Thank you for the shout out on the podcast and for the kind words. Keep on doing what you're doing, Erica. You are a real trooper. Your words meant extraordinary, and I thank you very much. If you will permit me, I'd love to insert a short excerpt from your message just to say thank you. For the rest of you, my listeners, I would really love to hear from you. Just hit the message button and record away. Thank you, and I look forward to hearing from you. Now, here's a message from our sponsor. enjoying a fun read look no further because the author who gave you the book how to train a wild puppy dog named manly is back remember eloy kelly he is back with the shirt depot a grown-up story to go it's the perfect story for the grown-ups in your circle it's a great read for him or her especially if they have a hearty sense of humor Deliver it daily over lunch like biscuits to crunch. He will want to pay you back for loving him so much. Give it to her like you should. Show her you're that good. Get that copy of the Sheer Depot, Story to Go, the new tale for grown-ups. Available on Amazon Kindle. For more information, log on to inkyitalk.com. It's the Sheer Depot, a story to go and more. Go get it now. No. Here is today's episode. Continuing with a few more of the what ifs. What if the brother at the time was really having difficulty, real difficulty, dragging the weight along and getting dirty and trying to dig himself out of the money pit, that which he had found himself in lately? The catchment dam too, in recent times. 
What if the people who were supposed to and had sworn to help him along with virtue? What if they were the very ones who were there busily dragging him down or pushing him further in into the money pit round? By their selfish and misguided ways and habits, some of which, by the looks of things, was being thought and learned right there among you in churches by the rabbits of wings too, no? In some of those very well planned programmed happenings, probably. What if that brother had purposed in his heart that he is going to test his God and this one by seeing it through and to its logical end? And like what he would have come to see, that which seems to be prevalent and the norm among some of you, yes, and me too, and them, amongst all of us even. Though we profess to be one thing, we practice quite another, oh my brother. So, no divorce you say. We don't believe in or support it that way, but divorces are leaders everywhere among you. Some who teaches and preaches in your churches too. Some who have been there teaching those very things which are now practiced routinely, including but not limited to how to behave or more like misbehave. And furthermore, what if the vow which the brother had taken and made before was a sacred thing offered up for and to a holy God? And to him, yes, the king. What if, like me and you and many of the other leaders too, and prominent people among who? Yes, you. You who have made those same sorts of vows, and some among you have gone and have broken them. Whoa! What if it should turn out that that is the one true test that God was searching for, and maybe still is? What if it is to find that someone, that one someone who would follow through and honor above? What would God think now of you and me? What if a part of the struggle that the brother was going through at the time was due to the things which he had done? Things that he probably should not have done. No, we are not talking about that one. Not those types of some things here. The thou shalt not types of gears but the types like offering up some timely help to someone in need, someone like a sister or a brother even, and and the weed by bailing him out financially. Yeah, said Speed, or her. Oh yeah, I hear you. Thou shalt not do that either. But brother, what if? What if you are sitting there smug in satisfaction of hearing the man say it out loud? That which you already knew all along and was even thinking about it and proud. Yeah, proud of it. The same thing. Even at the very moment before he had said those things. And now you are there busily misrepresenting what the brother is here saying and think. What if that thing, that which the brother had done, was to bail out another brother or a sister, one who was from amongst us and was having a really difficult time financially. What if that said party had gone afterwards and done the unthinkable, like 
not only did she not pay back the loan which she had borrowed and which was drinkable, yet by him it was payable, but she went on to do a whole myriad of shuffling, trickery and dishonest wielding and dealing which served no purpose other than to push the person who had helped in bailing her out deeper, deeper, no, not in the love of Jesus, but deeper into a hole. What if the brother ended up in a big pile of mess and out of the fold-up fortress, all because of this? What if that didn't stop there? What if, among other things, what if the borrower ended up calling the cops on the lender because the lender had the unmitigated gall to show up at her door in the night, or more like early evening to be exact and precise? What if that visit was to try and get her to do the right and honorable thing, based on the fact, not the offering vice, but that, to honor the commitment and repay the loan she had borrowed? What if the effort had failed? What if all of this had been made known to the church and its leaders? And in the mail? What if your God in a book somewhere had given instruction as to how to handle such situations? What if those instructions should include taking the matter to you, like the brother did do? What if said church and leadership did absolutely nothing to rectify the said situation? No sanction, no suspicion, no nothing, nothing at all to mention. Well, not quite. What if they did promote the offending party that night? What message would that be sending to onlookers and the smartly and bright? Many of whom might also have known about it beforehand or would come to know the story later on. What if the lender had decided to go along with it and see where this road also leads? What if in the hardest of times, like when he had was to stop paying the tithes, he is now a lender turn giver and more like a debt load and a writer, to be precise? What if he had decided that this could be seen as his contribution to the said cause and purposes on the right side? The tithes cause, even to the church family and their courtesies. Would that be just? Could it be justified? What if this, none of it, what if none of it is hypothetical to the eyes? Should the brother have continued along paying those tithes to the deadly call firstly, no matter what, like he had been doing all of those years and on the lots? Yeah, just like you had said. Meanwhile, hoping, trusting, praying, and believing. Believing all of those very same things which believing in was what had served in bringing about this very situation with him. Should he have continued along in the very same mode, hoping for some more, praying, and wishing for different outcomes today and down the road? No, not this one. But then again, then they go to church and sing those sweet songs again, like, there's no better way to rob all my brothers and sisters even than to trust and don't pay and shop and defray 
and freeload the whole way, but never did reach the bay or anywhere else worth reaching, I'd say, on this side of the Milky Way. Even you say, yours even. Did you know, did it ever occur to you that those aforementioned things and codes were possibly deterrent factors and codes? Could it be that those were the very things which the brother was going through at the time and sinking faster? Believing what you and those others like you had been telling him and bringing? That would have been the very thing that had brought him to the current situation which he was now to find himself trapped in. Bring the tithes and offerings into the storehouse and approve me now, you say. And how? Oh yeah. I hear you. I know it too. It wasn't you. It was the Lord who had said it. She was to have written it down in the holy words and sent it. Give and it shall be given to you. Press down, shaking together and running over to. All of those others, those other overused scriptures and texts which you loved so very much to use and overuse. Above all of the other scriptures and the news, those which were designed to convey a message that if you do this, then God will do that, right? What if after years, decades even, decades of one following that you, those mantras and you, one was to wake up one day to realize that it ain't working out quite like that, but by then you had fallen too deeply in and under, in fact, and was beginning to realize that that situation was not and would never become sustainable, at least not for you, being a mortal person and all and sustainable, should such a person then continue along on that self-same path to the fall and abated? Well, this mocking fool right here, wasn't going to, no matter what anyone say and does them too. And while I live, he had said, I'm a gonna keep on seeking and searching out other parts to my bed, like sensible people sometimes tends to do, and running at it with his far shoe. Until that day comes, that day when peradventure I, even I may become sensible too before I die and go away from you. Until then though, a boo. That's it my friends. Thank you for lending me your ear chime again. Come join us again next time when we shall bring you yet another episode of this story. The backsliding story. Until then, remember this. Don't you have a hug a black brother? You already know that this is wrong. Who said so? Twas the man. Don't forget to trust and obey him. Yes, that man. Always and fully. Yes, trust him. But don't you ever say those silly things to a black brother either. Things like, brother I love you. That's the wrongest of thing that you could ever do. No, go to church and go pray for the remission of your sin, or else, or else what? You most certainly won't be going, you know, to that place. What's it called again? 
heaven, I think, or some such other fabulous thing. No, no, not to drink. Just saying. Do remember though, remember to like this page, share it too, subscribe and follow us on the Inky I Talk podcast. Follow us on Spotify or whatever application you are listening to us on. Something is always going on here on Inky I Talk. Where? It's inky, it's sticky, can sometimes get pretty tricky. But until next time, I remain your very best of friend, E.K., the writing elk. And I am out. Just here writing love letters to my beloved black brothers. I thank you.